This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and welcome back. We left off, I think, a really powerful YouTube inspiration day where we were talking about attitude. And I just want to, I want to go back because I asked our listeners to think about what kind of attitude they have. And I asked them to contemplate the difference between um, being for and against something and having an attitude oriented towards being for something or an attitude oriented uh, against something. And we've talked before about leadership and we've talked about the fact that sometimes there's wartime leaders, right? And sometimes there's peacetime leaders and you have to be able to go back and forth between them. We've done entire episodes on this, right? Um, so there, there's a time and a place for everything, but you use that like a tool throughout the journey, right? Throughout your journey of life and throughout your, your just cause journey. But in general, you have a, a certain way that you look at the world around you. And one of the inspirations from that vi uh, video was about the attitude of blame. And blame to me is um, being against something. Because when I blame something, I'm saying it's not my fault. Um, I don't have control. And really, what, what's at the end of blame? You know, you're, you're placing weight on somebody else's or something else's shoulders. And, and it's a destructive quality. It's, it's, it's really along the lines of being against something because it categorically says, you know, those things over there need to be changed in order for me to do what I need to do to be better. Um, Remember the quote at the end, blame never affirms, restores, solves, unites, smiles, forgives, forgets, or builds. Blame only assaults, wounds, complicates, separates, frowns, rejects, remembers, and destroys. Think about our attitude. If we want to change the world, I think we should start with ourselves. And the one thing that we do have 100% control of 100% of the time, that's our attitude. And the reason why this is going to tie in to today's episode, today's episode is about the importance of leadership. And leadership is so much about attitude. And I think companies make this mistake all the time. They, they have key leaders that have really kind of shitty attitudes. Um, an attitude doesn't mean that you can't be peppy. That, that you can't be positive or not positive, but you can't project um, kind of uh, positive energy. I can, I can project positive energy and still be against something. I can project positive energy and still be really coming from a destructive mindset. And sometimes that's needed. Sometimes you have to fight to survive, but that's not all the time. If it was all the time you get burnt out and there's, Again, there's there's not a lot of future in that. But we get these leaders, these key leaders in positions, and they got shitty attitudes. And what happens when inspirational or people in inspirational positions? So let's not say that they're inspirational. Let's just say they're they're filling the position that normally you would look up to. Those people have bad attitudes. It becomes culture of the organization. And so, if you have shitty leaders, you're going to end up with shitty attitude culture. Just shoveling shit all day. That's all you're doing. 
And it doesn't really matter what your just cause is. It doesn't matter what you think it is. You probably can't even actually identify one. You could put all the the words up on the walls. We've done episodes on that, right? You can create all the incentives you want. It doesn't matter. Because the attitude sucks. Nobody wants to be there. Nobody likes each other. Nobody's going to walk through the coals for somebody else there. Me, me, me is what happens out of an, a culture like that. So let's think about the role of the CEO. The chief vision officer, as Simon calls them, or the chief culture officer, as other people like to call them, or whatever you want to call the responsibility of identifying the guiding star. Look, we're following in that direction. That's where we're going. We're going to try to get there. We may never get there, but we're going to try like hell to get there. Identifying it and then holding people accountable to it. What are you doing to help us get there? How do I help you help us get there? Even better. Maybe you don't have a CEO. Well, look at your org chart. Whatever that top decision maker's title is. Whoever's actually calling the shots. That's the person who's saying that's where we're headed. Maybe you work for such a huge company, though, that even though you have a CEO, you can't actually reach them. It doesn't matter, right? You're you're never going to talk to that person or never going to be important to that person. Then start in your chain of command. Who is the top person that you can reach that you are important to? Start there. Look at that person. Maybe you're part of an organization and you're in a leadership position, but the organization is so siloed, you don't have any influence over anybody but people on your team. Well, you're de facto the CEO then of your silo. And what is the CEO's job, back to the chief vision officer, is to get genuine buy-in with each of their direct reports in the organization and to require them to do the same with the people who look up to them. So it ripples down through all the ranks. So the CEO sets the example and then holds people accountable to pursue that just cause. Even on the smallest team. So let's say you're on a team with only three other people. Well, real leadership is getting the the other three people to buy in and live by the cause. To see the star and commit themselves to where it is going. And there's a whole bunch of skills and things that go into that. You know, and I think it's wide open for debate about what that actually means and how you do it. Different discussion, that's filler stuff. We can talk about that stuff in different episodes. But it's the leader's job to say and articulate where you're going and how to get to be a part of that. And what's why that's so important. Simon talks a lot about getting the right people in the right jobs. And businesses are not just all about technical numbers. And I've met lots and lots of people like this. I'm good with numbers. I'm really smart. I can figure out business. No, you can't. Because you're arrogant. And you're unaware of how people actually are working around you. It's not just about being good with the technical components of it. You have to have people in positions of responsibility and not only have the skills that you're talking about when you're talking about technical, but they also need to be able to to apply those skills to chasing the just cause. And they also have to have the focus and the desire to do so 
you got to have all three things line up. Even if you got the skills, if you don't care about it, you don't want to go there, how are you going to help drive the bus there? So it's all about establishing a group of people who believe it is their responsibility to steward the organization and everybody involved in that organization, which includes all the employees and all of the community members and all the customers, everybody. We're trying to steward you towards the just cause. It is all of our responsibility to do this.